And we are live. What is up, ladies and gents? It is Denise Salcedo and Righteous Reg, and we are here to do AEW All-In Predictions. I know that we're here at a uh, different time. In case you can't tell, based on my setup, I am not at home. In fact, I am in London, Reg. London. Have you had beans on toast yet? You know what? I went to <laughs> breakfast today at Camden Market and mm-hmm. it was on the menu, but I read like the whole thing as to what was on the plate and I looked at it and I You're was like, like nah. Yeah, like I wanted <laughs> to enjoy my food. So I just made a create your own. So I got myself some nice eggs, a hash brown, and some um, French toast, but I just didn't want to risk it. You You're know? Like, like, keep the beans, keep the sausage, keep all that, that black sausage, keep that stuff yeah i got you I it just it. like read weird and i was like yeah i'm not in the mood to try something new right now i'll try it something red weird on. it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's so crazy uh, by the way oliver drake's here like uh denise in uk time it's so freaking weird because reg mm-hmm. i know right now um what time is it over in L- in california it's 1203 here in uh oakland california right now it's freaking crazy to me because right now, like, it's 8 o'clock here in London. Like, the Weird. day's already over pretty much. I was much. like, why is it so dark over there where Denise is? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> I know. I was trying to find, like, different lights to turn on. And right. luckily, there's a desk light. So I'm like, oh, screw yeah. it. I'm just going to have to use this. So, um, but anyways, we have so much to get into. Uh, we have to talk about uh, uh, Dynamite. We have to talk yep. about all in predictions. Now, just a heads up to all of the viewers while you're here. Uh, please, if you want to help support this podcast, get your questions, comments, or statements read here on the stream. Uh, you're more than welcome to send in a super chat. They keep us funded. Keep me paying Reg, and it's just a way to get your thoughts and everything read here uh, on the show. And so, also, Also, before we get into that, just a heads up to everybody, I also didn't get the opportunity to watch Dynamite because it uh, aired at one in the morning here and I was not (laughs) going to wake up for it. And then turns out that I didn't actually plan in terms of how to watch it on a replay. So Reg, my man, you are going to give us a breakdown of what went down last night on Dynamite. So take the floor. Dynamite recap, Denise. They did a lot to establish what was going to happen here at the show that you are currently in London to attend for uh, All In. The show started with, uh, they tricked us. Uh, AEW doesn't usually do a lot of trickery. It started with the uh, the six-man tag of uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Juice Robinson and the Guns. But the match never got started. The, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny came out. Then the guns and juice came out and the young bucks and Kenny attacked them, had a big plunder, had a big fight, ended up having Takeshita out there, ended up having um, all kinds of stuff going on. It was a big plunder. It wasn't the match that we expected. And that's pretty rare for AEW, but it ended up working out because I think the stuff that happened with Takeshita and Kenny, Kenny at the end kind of building towards feels like potentially after what's going to happen at all in was really great but this match here that's going to happen on sunday uh you know denise that there's been a lot of talk about all, all it's been is about why hasn't kenny omega been in a uh, why isn't he going to be in a singles match for the show and it's like it's frustrating because like uh it, he's had so many classic singles matches this year it's like just watch those it'll be fine and this one's going to be amazing it's him it's kota Bushi, hangman page like there's 
a lot of great elements in this. So I don't really understand why people are caught up in that. But He's it is not what surrounded it is. by jobbers. Yeah, exactly. He's out there with some top tier talent and people. Do, I mean, I get it, though. One on one Kenny Omega match. That's the dream. We were going to get there. We're not there. We're going to be here. So enjoy that. Um, the most frustrating part, Denise, I'm just going to bounce around uh, here for in it. the show. Most frustrating part for me was they had a match. It was Swerve Strickland and AR Fox against Nick Wayne and Darby Allen. Incredible match. These guys are going 1,000%. Darby Allen's flying all over the ring. Flies out to ring a swerve and lands on his head. Uh, AR Fox busts out this. Uh, it's like his finish is the low main pain where he has him on the top rope. He d- j- jumps up bounces them off into the Spanish fly. This time, uh, Nick Wayne's on the top rope, sitting on the top turnbuckle. Air Fox does the same thing, but into a German suplex. Absolutely destroys Nick Wayne. We all thought he was dead. Um, but but the craziest part of this, Denise, so um, Nick Wayne ends up pinning AR Fox here in the match. Uh, the match is uh, over. They both lose. Uh, they're, they're zooming in on Swerve. He looks disappointed. He's upset. He gets the mic and starts cutting the seething promo on AR Fox, talking about uh, he's a disappointment. Every time that he gets a moment, he blows it like uh, uh, this was a test for him and he blew it. Uh, He can't trust him like all this wild, wild stuff. And then uh, he passed the mic to Prince Nana. Prince Nana's like, you're fired from the Mogul Embassy to AR Fox. And we just established it. Didn't we like this a lot, Denise? We loved it. Oh, that's what right now when you said, oh, he cut this promo, taking him out. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's talking about Swerve. What? Yeah. <laughs> because I had seen that AR Fox was replaced on the card, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how the storyline actually played out on yeah. screen and how they basically explained that to the audience. So, But ha- I don't recall AR Fox having any other errors uh, prior to this week. He had been Right, right. And the, the, uh, the another wild thing that people are kind of uh, – looking weird about it is after uh they start be- brian cage comes out swerve brian cage they're beating up air fox so sting darby and nick wayne come back to save uh air fox and everybody's like but he just like murdered uh nick wayne just like two weeks ago why would they be friends with him after all this destruction they turned and leave real quick darby was like you did save me you're all right i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you so we're here so uh, it, it, very frustrating because the the AR Fox and Swerve team was so great, just uh, amazing chemistry, amazing work. We knew that what was going to kick off a- into a really great angle. This was just getting started here with AR Fox, and now he's off the card. So they they uh, start going back to the ramp, and uh, Darby Allen's like, "Well, who's going to be your partner, uh, Swerve, since you?" kicked AR Fox out and the match is about to happen on Sunday. Um, Christian comes out slowly with uh, Luchasaurus saying that you should have expected this, but Denise, let me tell you, Christian started giving it up the way that you would expect it because we've been telling the story of Nick Wayne and his dad passed away. Christian wasted zero time getting into it. He was just like, yeah, oh, Nick Wayne's here. And I heard that your dad's dead. And it's like, yo, Christian, I don't think, like, I don't know if that's the way we should go about this. And then he's like, there's going to be a casket match to close. We're going to close the casket on somebody like you watched the casket get closed on your dad or some wild, wild, wild stuff. Everything you would expect kind of from Christian being here in this. So that moment kind of made it 
it was like, damn, that's frustrating. But then Christian brought it like, all right, I see. Like that, that makes it work just because that element and it's Christian. I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. If you know, uh, especially when it comes to, comes to tr talking trash, he has this thing with Darby Allen set up anyways. Uh, they're going to have the match at all out a week later. So it makes sense. But super frustrating that AR Fox was uh, to be a part of this and announced and they announced the match and now he's not going to be there. So have any reports <sighs> came out explaining why AR Fox is not going to be on there? I don't yet. know if the reports came out, but I know why. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that it has something to do with travel because that's the only explanation. It ain't yeah. like, you know, uh, that's the that's the that's the only explanation, honestly, yeah. point blank. Yeah. And I know that Tony Khan had mentioned in that media call that he did where he had said that there was going to be changes to the yep. all in card and mm -hmm. kind of talking about things that sometimes are a little bit out of your control. So yeah. the only thing that I can think of is definitely uh, travel issues to get over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, You know, it, it, it kind of started happening immediately after Tony Khan said that with Phoenix and all this stuff announced. So it was like, yeah, it, it's just so frustrating because the match is happening like in four days. And it seems it seems crazy on AEW, but it's not really their fault. There's a bunch of these like extenuating crazy circumstances that have been happening. And it seems like, well, why didn't AEW do anything about it? But it's like, yo, they're finding out at the same time that we are in some of these cases. So that was very frustrating. You know, last night, Denise, this was a very promo heavy episode. And I thought all the promos were pretty great. There was one point that um, FTR and the Young Bucks faced off and with, the, with Renee. And shout out to Renee, who was, oh, my God. Denise she was on the show at minimum like 10 times and she like every they would have a match and then they would be like we're going to Renee and then they come back to her not a match and they'd be like back to Renee with another person then they go to a match and then they'd be like here comes Renee like I swear after every match here comes Renee so she does a sit down with the Young Bucks and FTR and FTR starts getting into FTR bald starts getting into, you know, why we're here. I'm doing this for my family. I uh, wrestling history. We're the greatest of all time. The Young Bucks start. Oh, my God. Mac Jackson gives it all the way up. Denise absolutely tears into FTR. He's like, uh, when uh, the young when our career is over, people are going to finally give us our flowers. Tell us that the Young Bucks, they were the greatest tag team of all of all time. Does, doesn't matter. They were the greatest tag team of all time. When they look back on FTR, they're going to say, those are the guys that the Young Bucks gave them their name on an internet show. Wow. Damn. Well, I mean, we know the feelings between the Young Bucks and FTR, so that definitely does not surprise me at all. Mm -mm. Were, there mm -mm. Any, yeah. were there any punk mentions? There weren't any punk mentions. They kept it on the line. It seems like they're keeping it like Pretty wrestling it based. Be, it wouldn't be smart to do that, considering yeah. that they're all going to be in the same building at All In in London, and you don't want no drama in London, right? Exactly. So uh, it was great stuff. Like Matt Jackson actually went in on him. Nick Jackson was like, uh, "We don't have to win this match. We're the Young Bucks. Like the AEW exists because of us. You guys have to beat us to establish that you guys are who you say you are. And if you, it's gonna be crazy. So yeah, great promo there." Uh, one of the hugest pops of the night, Acclaim comes out, they're a house of black for getting Billy Gunn 
to retire or whatever happened. I don't know. Billy Gunn left his shoes. They destroyed his shoes, beat up their claim. Billy Gunn makes a return, Denise, to a huge pop. I'm like, yo, and them some Billy Gunn. They're going crazy for this guy. He gets in the ring. Pretty good promo himself talking about uh, House of Black. He retired even though he didn't really kind of actually want to retire and that he's going to show up at All In. They're going to have a trios match. It's going to be Daddy Ass Denise, everybody that that people like. It's going to be the old school badass Billy Gunn stuff here. Another person, I can't believe I'm about to give it up to this person. Great promo by old Y2J Chris Jericho tonight. They had a face-off or last night. They had a face-off uh, uh, contract signing. Usually hate contracts. This one was really good. They get to the ring. It's and Will Ospreay, uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara is out there. Don starts cutting a really good promo, but I was when Don starts cutting the promo, I was like, I don't think we really actually need Don to do the promo because Will Ospreay is actually a really good promo. Eventually, Will Ospreay gets on the mic and starts cooking, just going in. He's like, look, this is. I hope this isn't some fantasy vanity project for you to get your band to play your song. Thousand people, y'all here capping. Like I'm the best wrestler. My, they're saying my mic is cutting out. It's because we is got it, uh, is it you. Sorry, I thought it was me because of my. Yeah. I, I, I just figured. Oh, it's hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, but you can keep going. You here? Should I keep cooking? Should I keep? going i don't know what you guys want from me what it is, is here yeah because denise is having wi-fi thing probably me i i, I don't know i'm hooked up like so yeah yeah so what are you guys i actually saying thought here? that it was me but i think for the most part uh you're okay for right now so you can keep going uh, if it cuts out again i'll let you right. know because at least now i know that it's not me for sure yeah um weird um i'll just keep going Okay, okay, yeah, so Will Ospreay out. is getting Fred, there. Yeah, now you're cutting <laughs> Just go and ahead I'm and like refresh. Back out. Refresh. <laughs> refresh okay, and I'm come back refresh. in. I'll read Super Chats in the Jeez, meantime. Lord. All right, no worries. Okay. Uh, all righty, everyone. Thank you so much for the chat for letting us know, by the way, because I am on hotel Wi-Fi, and sometimes you just don't know if it's you or the other person. So uh, we are going to go ahead and let's get some Super Chats in here and see what the people are saying. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who's in here right now, by the way. Way. We got our first super chat over here from Mike from Indeed, uh, who says, proud and powerful are back. Let's effing go. I hope they finally get that title round. Get yourself some tea and crumpets. Denise, shout out Red, just FTC shirt. So, um, by the way, I did read that. Um, I was reading the spoilers since I didn't actually get to watch the show, but I was reading the spoilers and I saw uh, that Proud and Powerful was back. And that was essentially my prediction for that stadium stampede match. So I'm very happy to hear that they are back. And so, hey, Reg, you good? Hey. Yeah, my connection is right. working fine. I think it's because of your connection. You guys are burying hey. me about my connection in the Ever chat. But this is Denise's fault. Everybody in the chat is saying it's you, Reg. Captain. And I'm over here on hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> All right, so uh, continue on, by the way, with your uh, your your recap. It seems like it's happening again. This isn't my fault. I don't know what we should do here. <laughs> Why does this always happen? What is going on in uh, Oakland, by the way? Should I just drop out? I could just let you finish the show if you could just go by yourself. You know, I don't want to. No, I think you're good. I think you're good, you Reg, for the most part. So, um, all right. So you okay. left off. All right. So you left off. Yeah, go continue on. Yeah. 
Um, Will Ospreay gets on the mic. He starts cooking uh, Chris Jericho, saying that he hopes this isn't a vanity project for Jericho to get uh, Fozzie to play him to the ring, which they are getting. This is a vanity project to get Fozzie to play in front of 80,000 people. Chris Jericho, great robbery of convincing Tony. He starts to go in saying that he uh, is going to be the only person Okada, Kenny Omega, and Chris Jericho all with months real talk see he starts going into saying that he's the best wrestler in the world better, better than danielson better than omega better than okada better than the elite better than punk he says going all the way in and then off by saying i've been doing all this and i only got about six months left on my new japan contract so if you want to see you know what's going to happen at the end of the six months i'm about to get millions and millions of dollars great stuff he really could it was uh it was a great, uh, great promo. I like. I'm it. glad to hear that. How did they introduce uh, the return of Santana and Ortiz? By the way, because I did read that that also happened on the show. Um, can you guys hear me? I'm getting frustrated. We can, we can hear you. Are you not hearing me, <laughs> Reg? Are you? I can, hearing I can me? hear you. I can hear you. Okay. 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 We're good. We're good. All right. So, um. How did they introduce uh, the return of Santana and Ortiz? Okay, so what happened was is uh, John Moxley and Ray Phoenix are having a match. And it was interesting, Denise, because we got the news that um, Phoenix wasn't this, – this was just on the internet, I guess. It wasn't really like worldwide news was that Phoenix wasn't going to be able to make the show. We were just kind of talking about it on the internet. So on the show, they're still being like the stadium stampede match is going to happen and Ray Phoenix is going to be there. So we're – People, if you watch the show, you're under the assumption that on Sunday, Ray Phoenix is going to be at All In. So they have this really great match, of course, is John Moxley and Ray, Ray Phoenix. They really go in and they start, uh, they have this great match. The match is uh, over. Blackpool Combat Club comes out. Uh, Yuta and uh, Cesaro come out with uh, fucking crowbars yeah they come out with crowbars they start beating ray phoenix up they're going in on them uh the homies come in and make the slave it's a uh, uh orange cassidy best friends eddie kingston uh they're standing on the ramp all of a sudden ortiz comes out and stands in front of them in front of eddie kingston and eddie kingston is like yo what like what are you doing here like why are you standing right there in front of me i, I haven't seen you in a while Music hits. We don't know what the music is. We don't know what's going on. It's Mike Santana. Santana's back. He's standing back there. He immediately starts coming. It's ruckus. They start fighting everybody. It's uh, Santana and Ortiz against Eddie Kingston. But you think that we thought that they were homies, but actually we didn't think they were homies because before Ortiz had left, him and Eddie Kingston had had the thing, and then it was over before anybody had really know it. So, bam, Santana and Ortiz are back, Denise, and they are announced for the stadium stampede match. I knew it. On the Blackpool Combat Club side. It's crazy. That was my prediction. I knew it. Like, I felt this coming, man. Like, I felt like it was super obvious that they had to be in this match, and you were wondering when they were going to – well, I obviously with Santana being out due to injury, but Ortiz was there. He was more than capable. Uh, yeah. So it did make a lot of sense for them to uh, bring in Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, um, but the energy – like if the energy seemed kind of weird like there was no point where it was like Santana and Ortiz in the middle of the ring and we are back it was like two separate guys here they're both one's named Santa and the other's uh, name's Ortiz so I don't know how the tag team thing's gonna so go so I'm 
I mean, I know that there were all these reports and things that they weren't as close as they used to be. So maybe they're still trying to mend that friendship, mend that relationship. And as we all know, trying to mend relationships like that, it doesn't happen overnight. So this might be a situation where it's like you guys go out there, do the business together and you know, this ain't called Do this business. Show, yeah, this ain't called show friends. It's show business. Mm-mm, you don't got to go and eat dinner and have a beer after this. Go out there, do this match, be Santana and Ortiz. But then when you get back here, you go to that locker room and you go to that locker room. Wow. Wow. So yeah. overall, uh, was there anything else that was like major that happened on the show? Oh, yeah. And they they told the, a lot of the story about, of course, the main event with Adam Cole and MJF. The MJF had to sit down with Renee and he was full babyface mode. Denise, like all the way, like uh, she's like, how do you, do you have pressure in this match? He's like, I, I would have uh, lied to you before, but look, it's real. This is big moment. Like I've worked my whole life to get here. This is the biggest match of all time uh, in front of 80,000 people. Like, this is crazy. I can't really believe this. Uh, she starts to get into what Roderick Strong plays in this, what she thinks uh, Adam Cole might do. Like, told a really great story. R- Renee deserves uh, all kind of awards for the work that she did last night. And then uh, they kind of, you know, strung that through that the whole episode. And then the main event was uh, Ozzy Open against the Hardy Boys. And uh, Ozzy Open ended up winning. Really fun match. Uh, Hardy Boys are having a good thing. Denise, I'm very nervous. One, because Ozzy Open just won those Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. But they've been having so many, like, wins, like, notable wins that it's like, ah. You know what they're trying to do, right? Uh, You know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get them wins in, get them looking good, so that all of a sudden when they take their L, it's going to be like, well, you know what? Aussie Open had a nice little run. They defeated so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. Because you know they're losing at all in. And we're going to get to our predictions. Uh, uh, Any last and final thoughts on Dynamite just overall? Was it good? Did it suck? You know, that sort of stuff. I thought it was pretty good uh, going into the the show. As a go-home Dynamite, I thought they did what they needed to do. The matches that they have established, I think we want to see them more coming out of the show. So that's kind of the, the benefit and the point of a go-home show. So I thought it was pretty strong for what they needed. Interested to see what happens on Collision. They've announced some really cool matches then. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be fun. So I'll be honest with you, Reg, and to everybody here, I have been in vacation mode since yesterday. (laughs) Right now, when you mentioned Collision, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to watch Collision. Oh, yeah, damn, I got to watch SmackDown. Oh, yeah, damn. There's all these things I need to catch up with. I literally came here and was like, zero stress. Like, I don't know how to explain it, guys. Sometimes in life, Reg, when your life is entirely one thing. Thing, mm-hmm. And then you get like a couple of days to just like not care about it. Oh my yes. God, it's so free. Like I can feel I can feel new hair growing out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like no stress whatsoever. I'm walking the streets of London, stuffing my face and buying yes. whatever I want. It is mm-hmm. nice, man. Everyone needs a Thank break God. from whatever work they're doing, man. It doesn't matter what your job is. Everyone needs uh, uh, some time off at some point. So like hearing you say all of this, like, oh, I feel so stress free right now. Yes. And listen to Denise, you guys, if anybody needs a damn vacation, it's Denise Salstater who is works 24-7. When she's asleep, she's thinking of a damn interview to do. So she needed to go out there and just have fun. I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah, I feel good, man. I even did you see my post on Twitter, by the way? I even got some piercings. 
Yeah, look at you eating uh, was, bacon cheeseburgers out there. You're just having a great time. Dude. I was feeling I so edgy. What's the I'm weather like, like out there? Is it raining or anything? You no, know, it's hot. It's hot, and it's been sprinkling a little bit. Yesterday, mm -hmm. it didn't rain at all, but today there was some sprinkling. It lasts like 10 minutes, and then it yeah. goes away. But mm -hmm. it's actually been pretty hot here. So, oh, my God. By the way, I do want to say one thing. So, L.A. traffic is... Honestly, I miss LA traffic. London traffic what? is the goddamn <laughs> Hold worst. Hold on a minute. Hold. I need to give the London peeps their credit because they're out there sitting in this god-awful traffic, by the way. 32 minutes, Reg and everyone here. 32 minutes to go 4.2 miles in one little-ass lane in a little-ass car, and all the cars get so close together, and I'm just there like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then and then it was funny because I was at the airport, right? And I was waiting for my, uh, by the way, they don't call it your Lyft, Uber, rideshare area here. Over mm -hmm. here, it's like mini cabs. So it took me a second. I'm like, what the frick? I'm like, where the hell's the rideshare program at? Anyway, so I go to the mini cab. I think it's mini bus or mini cab whatever that's where you go and my car rolls up and i'm like oh the guy's probably still dropping somebody off because there's someone in the passenger seat and so i kind of give it some time to let the person get out of the car that's where they're supposed to be <laughs> someone's in the passenger. you're just like is this person ever going to get out why are they in my spot i'm crying because i felt so stupid i'm like oh yeah that's right i forgot that he's on the opposite side and yeah. then get this Oh, man, I'm literally crying. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to a hotel, by the way? Mm -hmm. I walked in. This is the stupidest thing that happened to me this trip, <laughs> right? And I need the chat to help me out in this one. And I need to know if this is like a norm here. I walk into my hotel, right? It's looking nice. It's looking fancy. I'm digging it. None of the lights work. I'm switching off all the switches. And I'm like, God damn, they gave me a shitty room where the lights <laughs> don't work. And I'm testing it on. I'm turning it on. I'm checking everything. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I start plugging things in. And I'm like, that works. Why don't the lights work? So I pick up the phone. This is why Denise is in the dark. I pick up the phone and I call the front desk. And I'm like, hi, the lights aren't working in this room. Oliver Drake, Redmond Survivor, Ryan, you guys know. So apparently you have to put your key card in the wall. There's a slot and you put the key card in there when you want electricity. Who the hell mm -hmm. does that? <laughs> you know how I looked and she laughed. She was like, oh, you're supposed to put the card in. And I'm like, God damn, she's probably saying this stupid dumb ass american classic american doesn't know how to work the light switch but i've never heard of that before have you like I, like i know everybody out here is saying it but like i didn't know that was a thing no i've heard a, a couple of wrestlers have complained on twitter about that about getting to the room and be like how do i turn the lights on and then people are like you got to do this so i haven't experienced it myself but i have heard about it that is hilarious the first time in the history of anything that anyone on the planet has ever said, I miss L.A. traffic. That's how you know traffic is great. If somebody says they miss L.A. traffic, which is god awful, by the way, if you guys have never been to L.A., that's crazy. Like, I mean, I went to New York and I was like, this traffic is crazy, you guys. Like, I don't know. I did, I did think like L.A. traffic might not be so bad when I got to New York. So, I mean, I could believe it.
<laughs> yeah, honestly, like that's how I felt. I was sitting there like with my Uber driver because they don't apparently do Lyft here. So, I mean, it was just a lot. But let's get to these super chats, by the way. And there's a couple of people that know what I'm talking about and some people that uh, don't know uh, what I'm talking about. But at least now everyone knows. If you ever come to London, man, and the lights ain't turning on, you got to put your card in the slot. Um, no, all right. So funny. when you were gone, I was reading Mike from Indeed's uh, oh. His uh, super chat, he said, Proud and Powerful is back. Let's fucking go. I hope they finally get that title run. Get yourself some tea and crumpets. Denise, shout out to Regis FTC shirt. Mm -hmm. We also have a super chat here from Matt Reichel, who says, It's bloody Hollywood Salcedo and my boy Righteous Reg. Congratulations to the Grapsity crew on getting StarCast. Hell yes, man. I'm going to be there to support you guys and watch that. I cannot wait. That's very exciting stuff, Reg. Yes, we are so excited. If you guys don't know, they just announced last night, Grapsity L-I-V-E on stage at StarCast, Philip Lindsay, Righteous Reg, and the man himself, William Washington's going to be there. We're going to have a live show, Denise. Uh, it's going to be fun. There's going to be things. I'm so excited. I can't, I didn't, I never even knew that this was a possibility to be able to have this live show to be able to have this podcast that's successful that people like and stuff so this is insane i'm so excited i can't wait to get to chicago next week and if you guys think if denise is going to be there and not be on stage with us come on no no i already told will i said i, no. I don't care what you told Reg, will, did it will not tell you what i said denise you are a part of this no no i told will no because and i'm going to be honest with you that is Grapsity. That is your Denise, thing. you I are a not, part of this. I do not steal other people's thunder. You. Like, I, you guys need to go up there and have, Denise. And have your moment. You're I'm going to be the social. I'm going to be there, like, snapping pictures. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. No, it would be weird. It's like if the bridesmaid showed up in a white dress. That's why. I mean, if the bridesmaid is a part of this, she better show up in a white dress and get up here. Denise is tripping, you guys. Tell her in the chat. She's about to be. She's Sorry. about to say at least one want, word on stage, okay? I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. So I'm just going to be on the sidelines watching Listen, you guys fine. Get we your need the in. rub, Denise. That's what this is. Stop trying to act like you're going to steal thunder. We need that little right. Denise nudge want, nudge. I'll introduce you. How about that? Okay, I'll yeah, introduce yeah, yeah. you guys. All right. I can okay. be the MC. I can right. pump you guys up. Be your hype okay. man. All right, That's talk it. to Will about it because he seems to be in charge of everything. You know he is. He's always like, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. <laughs> Will's the, Will's the one that's in charge of everything. I just show up. <laughs> Benoit Richter says, uh, he says, uh, a wrestling dad joke. Cash Wheeler and Arn Anderson will team up and be called the Flashing Guns. I can't. It's a dad joke. We appreciate the dad jokes on here. Uh, thank you so much, Benoit, for sending in a dad joke. Uh, those are always welcomed. Brandon Rosen says, Nick Wayne gets attacked and almost murdered in his garage by Swerve and Fox. And now Fox and Nick are cool again, just <laughs> like that. Nah, doesn't make sense to me. They did AR Fox dirty tonight. Uh, well, it sounds to me like this was out of AEW's control in terms of, um, you know, you just don't know. And then... Uh, in regards to this here, this was probably their, I don't know, their better alternative. I don't know. I yeah, it, it was all so sudden. That's why if people are shocked about it. But it's like, I don't know, man. The promo would just hurt my soul of him being like, you're a disappointment and you can't. I'm just like, no, why? 
Damn, man. Damn. Brandon Rosen sends in a super chat saying Osprey's promo work was on fire. I love mm -hmm. how much intensity he brings to both his in-ring work and his mic work. I'm way more into this match now than I was last week. Oh, that's good because this was the yep. match that when it first started being rumored on, you know, the internet wrestling community, uh, <laughs> there was people going like, damn, really? Osprey's match is going to be Chris Jericho? But the right. fact that, you know, Brandon Rosen here saying this and, and you were talking about how great the promo was, uh, it tells me that it was definitely a, a good thing that they did the promo then last night yeah you know usually denise i'm like here comes chris jericho with his i have to get my tv time before the show but like no they really like executed it chris jericho came out with a really great promo saying he was capping talking a lot of lies saying that oh i told you to slow down in 2018 and now you are where you are and it's like all right chris jericho but the way that he did it really sold the match and it's chris jericho he's one of the greatest of all time and will osprey is considered by many to be the best wrestler in the whole world like bar none no no question about it so it's gonna be fire I think so, too. We got a super chat here from Johnny who says, all out to Denise Salcedo versus Karen Hair Salon match. <laughs> oh, man. Mike T90K says, Denise going to be the mom with the video camera from Mean Girls during their podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. Yes. That is so mean. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be like. <laughs> you Denise the is the cool mom. Yes. I'm, I'm not like other moms. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> Denise, come on, we need that rub. Dog sucking on the titty. Mm -hmm. We need that rub, Denise. Come on, Denise thought she was just gonna come and sit in the crowd with her camera. Get up here, man, man. <laughs> Sheldon Jackson sends in a super chat saying Denise is the Rhea Ripley of Graps. Denise, so stop Listen. playing. You better get up on that stage, Denise, and Denise, and accept your flowers from Graps. Come on, Denise. Listen to the people, Denise. I just don't want to be that person that's like, who the fuck invited this person? You know, there's always that one person in the group. Let's be real. I don't what want you? that to be me. Yeah, that's not you, though. That's going to be there's not just like my actual like my actual mom was up there. They're like, what's Reg's mom be doing up there? But Denise, they're going to be like, well, they used to have the after the week with uh, with Will. They have the dynamite post show with Reg. Like it all makes sense. Mad. Oh God. Man, I'm being I'm being peer pressured. Redmond Survivor says you gotta use the underground to get around London, Denise. Much mm. easier, quicker than taxi. Hope you have a blast in the UK and all in though. I'll be honest with you. I'm not crazy about having to take the tube and all of that. I have done it in the past and I did before, but I just I don't know because it's happened to me like a couple of times where like I'll start getting in the <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to say this. <laughs> <laughs> but you I'm gotta always, document these London adventures, Denise, because you're going am, wild out I'm there. Blogging, I'm blogging, I love it. I love it because Denise versus London is hilarious so far already. London's fear, beating your ass. My fear, Reg, is that I go the opposite direction because <laughs> I remember when I was in New York and I had to figure out the subway system. Oh, yeah. And there's like the uptown, the downtown. There was mm -hmm. once where I did go the wrong direction and mm -hmm. I realized it very quickly, so I got off on that stop, yeah. but. I like I'm cool having that happen to me in New York. I'm not cool having that happen to me here in London where all of What's a sudden it's like, I don't know. It's just at least, at least I'm in America. If it happens in New York. <laughs> Our London fans are going to be out of here, man. You've been disrespecting them off rip. You guys, everybody in London, I apologize. I like beans on toast. I like black soup or no, whatever you guys way, be eating. I like it all. I like people being on the other side of the car when they're driving. I love it. 
No, I love London. I really do. I just forget certain things. and I'm just not used to certain things, right? But I have been loving, like, all of the places I've been to. There's so many shopping. By the way, everyone's really nice here. I've been having the greatest See? conversations. Uh, I even bought something from a store only because the man was, like, really nice to me. And, like, See? he didn't come off like a creep or anything. Like, he was genuinely nice. And, and you're going to go I home to L.A. That. and it's not like that at all. Nobody Actually, even talks no. to you over there. That's true. No one talks. No one at talks all. over there. Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely true. But people are nice in L.A. too. Yeah, they're nice, but you're not going to spark up a conversation. People are like, I got something to do. Get out of my way, dude. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> true. That's definitely true. But I have been noticing that uh, there's a lot of nice people here, and they've been they've been really good. So I, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, okay, we got another super chat here from uh, Della Common who says, Reg, you need to bu- – oh. Reg, you need to bully Denise into getting on that show like her hotel room bullied her dignity with those lights. <laughs> How defeated were you, Denise, at one point? Were you just like, I give up. I'm going to be in the dark for the rest of the night? Well, because, okay, I felt like a Karen having to call and be like, hello, your lights aren't working. I thought they were going to have to switch me rooms. How long did it take you to think of doing the call? Because that's embarrassing. Like, I can't call and ask. I I checked every light. Every light in this room. Every light. I was going to live with, like, the lamps not turning on. I'm like, that's cool. But I cannot live with the lights not turning on in the bathroom. That was the reason why I was like, you know what? You're That's gonna where have the to line party. is. That's where I draw the line. I'm going to be in the bathroom where it's pitch black in right. there. Trying to, you know, do my business. Right. There is a line. Like, if it's dark while I got to go in here, nah, bro. Like, I can deal with, like, the TV not being on or something, but yo. Yeah. Bathroom so, has to have some lights. And taking a shower in the dark is so creepy and weird. Like, nobody right. wants to do that. I wasn't going to do that. And no. I just, like, and then, uh, you know, and I had to figure out the AC system. I had to Google, by the way, the the difference between Celsius and Fahrenheit so that I could know, like, okay, how, like, what is 22 degrees Celsius? I need mm-hmm. to know where I'm at. So I had to mm-hmm. Google that, and I was like, oh, no, we need to go lower. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I like myself a nice chilly room. Yeah, um, we, saw, we all remember Will's tweet about waking up <laughs> freezing cold in your guest room. <laughs> Oh, yes, 100%. Uh, we also got um, Bargarv here, who's been a member of the DWO for a month, who says, super stoked for All In, let's effing go. Damn, we haven't even got it into All In. There's uh, a show? I did, <laughs> I did see the All In bus, too, by the way, oh. so that was funny. But And I also saw the Money in the Bank uh, bus, too. So oh, anyway, really? Have you been by the out. place? Is it close to where you are, or do you got a trek? To no, Wembley Stadium's very far from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I knew that coming here already, that I was not going to be in the Wembley Stadium area because I wanted to do touristy things. So yeah. that's basically what I decided on. Um, All right, and then uh, let's get into these predictions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad my uh, my story, the light story is going so off. So funny. All right, Um, let's get into the pre-show matches. Uh, Let's kick things off with Aussie Open versus MJF, Adam Cole. Let's go. Official prediction, Reg. What we we see happening here? Everything is telling me that Adam Cole and MJF are walking out of this match and into the main event as the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. And you know what? At this point, nobody cares about Ring of Honor, so go for it. Who cares? Like The <laughs> tag team belts are just a, a damn prop at this point to set up this match. Nobody cares about the tag belts or that tag division, so have at it. The thing is, we're going to get to what the main event is. I just don't know what that means for the main event, though. 
Yeah, um, 100% MJF and Adam Cole winning this. We said this on the post show, but I can't mm. I can't be cheering for losers in the main event. That ain't going to be a thing. That's what We're got me, honestly. Them. Exactly. They're going to win. They have to. And if they don't, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm out. What's up? You're just going to you're going to see me walking out of Wembley. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way here, uh, have they already announced the FTW championship match like officially? Because uh, by the way, I'm on Wikipedia, and since I've been out of the loop for the last 48 hours, I'm seeing Jack Perry versus Hook for the FTW Championship on Wikipedia. Is that happening? Do we know? I don't know. It, it's not it, it, it hasn't been officially announced, but it is out there, and I don't know if it'll be out there, and there's some okay, got it. responding to it. Got it. All right. So Wikipedia out here messing me up. Thanks, Wikipedia. All right. We got uh, Matt Reichel who says, can't wait for the vlog of London. Oh, dear. Oh, and you guys will see the light story happen in real time, except the part when I'm a Karen and I have to call the front desk. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our next match officially on the main card. Here we go. Let's get into FTR versus the Young Bucks Part three for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um, this one to me, I don't know. It kind of feels um, there's some matches that feel very straightforward. And I don't know if this is one of those where we might expect a surprise, but I feel like for the most part, I'm definitely expecting FTR here to retain. It I I I was before this whole cash thing happened. Like, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if FTR, do you, I don't want to say get rewarded, but like, do you win after this almost That's cost true. us this match? But you it's know? Like, so I don't really know. Okay. So the last time that Tony spoke about this on the media call, he basically said that they were still gathering facts and they were still trying to learn more. And it, he kept it very, very straightforward, right? Like he, you can tell like this was something that was more of a sort of a rehearsed response since he knew he was going to be asked this question. So we didn't get much information from that. And he basically said like, not, they didn't know the entire context of the story or anything like that. And that the match was still on. So I don't know if that necessarily means means that like, hey, we're going to change the results of this match because of what happened or if they're going to stick to their plans, whether their plans was to remain FTR's champs or not to remain as FTR champs. Like regardless, we don't know. Like if FTR loses here, everyone's going to be like, oh, they lost the belt because of the thing with Cash Wheeler. And then FTR retains, everyone's going to be like, oh, you really had that, you know, you know the internet, Reg. You know people are going to be mm -hmm. mad. There's going to be a, not a lot of people. I'm not going to go out and say a lot of people, but there's going to be a small group on Twitter that's going to be like, oh, how dare they let the, him keep the belt after what happened, you know? So uh, right. I don't know. I feel like this one's kind of a no-win situation in terms of, like, who's going to win. But uh, in terms of the match, though, I hope that – I hope they give them a nice little amount of times because you know that they always put on bangers. Yeah, I mean, it's the Young Bucks and FTR. At minimum, you're going to get a great match out of uh, that's the whole thing kind of looming over it. But hopefully we could just get to a point that the match is going to start cooking and we just forget about that. I can see this kind of going either way. FTR, I think just like I said last night with the Young Bucks, is that they need the win a little bit Young Bucks. So I can see them getting the big win to kind of cap off what they've been doing. But that's going to be looming all the way over. Of it. And I've seen this a bunch of time in the chat, and I want to say it out loud. Rest in peace to Terry Funk, man. Like, Terry Funk is a wrestling legend, personification of pro wrestling. A lot of pro wrestlers wouldn't 
in pro wrestling, some wrestlers that we're going to talk about on this show without Terry Funk. So rest in peace of Terry Funk. Yeah, I saw the news last night, actually, right before I went to bed. And I was it took me a second where I was like, you know, when you read a headline, but you don't like read the headline. Like it takes a second to digest. And I looked at that and I was like, no way, no way. And so that was very, very heartbreaking to see. And there really isn't, and there's really never going to be another Terry Funk again. And uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what uh, Dave Meltzer wrote about him because I just know that it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. getting a chance to read that as well. Um, we got a super chat here from Jay Kane who says, Hey, Denise, I just wanted to get your thoughts on NXT Heat Wave and the match with Mello and Lee and Trick versus Dragonoff. I think NXT has been killing it. So, Jay, first of all, I'm so sorry that you sent the super chat. I usually like to give better answers, especially because I do cover NXT on a weekly basis. However, uh, I didn't get to watch NXT Heat Wave just yet, only because of the traveling to London. So, my apologies. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, on next Tuesday show, I hope to have some actual clear uh, thoughts for you on that one so my apologies to you jay because i know you spent uh, a decent amount on that super chat so just want to apologize sheldon jackson says what's crazy to me about ftr versus the young bucks is the fact that every time this match had happened ftr walked in as the reigning tag team champions Ooh, that's a good that yep that's true good fact right good, there good fact to think about and that um the young bucks also i thought See, now I'm changing my mind because that's a pretty good thing is like maybe the Young Bucks do kind of need this win because it's time for them to kind of establish back into the tag team division. And them being the tag team champs, it just adds a different flavor to it. But I've really been enjoying what FTR has been doing over on Collision, and I don't know if it's time to stop that. I think because I'm also so set on this being FTR, because like you mentioned, the situation with Collision, that's Mm -hmm. their brand. And I feel like if you're going to take the tag team titles away from that show, and I know that there's not like a hard split or anything, but let's be real. We're seeing certain people on certain shows. And so Mm -hmm. right now, to me, FTR feels like AEW Collision. And uh, and with with them having the belts and everything that the belts and everything that they were doing with Bullet Club Gold just screams to me like, oh, they're going to probably keep that on Collision. Collision. So right. that's why I'm definitely feeling FTR for the win here. Uh, Bargarv sends in a nice super chat saying, Denise, you are killing it with the interviews and big congrats to Reg, Phil, and Will for uh, the StarCast gig. Thank you for all of the entertainment. Uh, speaking, by the way, of interviews, tomorrow is AEW Media Day. Uh, they're going to have a couple of people there for, um, you know, to do interviews with people. I'm really excited. There was a really good name that I was so excited for, but they said an updated list today and the person's name is not on there no more i was like Uh, (laughs) i was so irritated mm -hmm. when i saw that but um i'm still looking forward to the media day they've never done a media day ahead of a a pay-per-view so i'm really looking forward to it and uh hoping for some some surprises there uh but thank you so much to bar garf uh for sending this uh super chat in as well um okay and let's go ahead and move on on to our next match and the next match that I want to go ahead and get into is going to be the women's match. Uh, Hikaru Shida is going to be defending her championship, the AEW Women's World Championship against Tony Storm, Soraya, and Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, and this match, the conversation kind of going into it, I feel, is that a lot of people think that Soraya is winning this match and mm-hmm. that a lot of people are seeing this match as very predictable. For that reason, I really hope that AEW goes a different direction here. I really hope that they have Hikaru Shida retain because I feel it would actually be a bigger surprise 
if she, if Sheeta were to retain the championship. I don't want to see them just give the belt to somebody else just so they can generate that pop in the audience. Uh, so I'm rooting for Sheeta here all the way. Uh, how about you, Reg? I don't know. I've been seeing this and hearing people say the same thing, Denise, about that they think Soraya is going to get this victory. But I don't know if this pop is going to be like what they think this pop is going to be. She, It's not going to be some big like welcoming that she's the greatest of all time possibly but i don't think that this moment if it is the title win isn't needed for that we don't want it that's all that it is let Sheeta keep that belt we saw the match that soraya had the last five matches she had she doesn't need to be anywhere she doesn't even need to be in this match like you're lucky to be in this match to have your music played and the pop happen at the beginning of the match but if she wins this belt denise i'm running to london to wrestle her <laughs> myself and beat her let Sheeta win that belt let Sheeta keep that belt let this keep going because that's not the way if any of the other three win besides i mean i could take tony storm but she needs to win it again but make yeah right no move. I feel like Tony Storm would just be like too much. I know she's doing a new character and I love the new character. I'm feeling it, but it's too much been there, done that already yeah. so soon. At least with Sheeta, so much time went by and people wanted to see that because she, you know, a lot of people argued that she didn't get her proper due the first time around. Mm -hmm. And uh, with, with Britt Baker again, uh, Britt, I think, would get a pretty cool reaction. Uh, and then, like you said about Soraya, I kind of feel like, I just don't know. There's just something there that's telling me like, yeah, it would probably be a cool moment. But what is Dynamite go going to look like with Soraya as the AEW Women's World Champion following that? And so I'm going to have to agree here with Lastier, who says, sends in a very generous super chat saying, if Sheeta loses, we riot. Boom. Yeah, that's how I feel about this. She needs to get this win. They set it up so nicely. And we can't just be getting a uh, big moment pops for just one night. We got to keep we gotta going. Think, yeah, we got to think. Uh, and I'm obviously they know this, you know, I'm not going to speak like if AW Creative probably doesn't know this, but, uh, you know, you got to think big picture, right? Like the big mm -hmm. picture, not just the moment. We got to think about what's going to be happening the following weeks and whatnot. So right. I really hope I and I'm not going to say it would be a mistake. Because I think that's too harsh to say it would be mistakes to have Soraya win. I think that's probably too harsh. But I do think it would not necessarily be the the big moment that a lot of people might think that it's going to be. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a fantasy. So, yeah. So I'm not really – I really hope they keep the ball on Cheetah. We'll see what they do. Um, all right, let's go ahead and press on, and let's go ahead and get into the next match here, the one that a lot of people were apparently complaining about on Twitter, but I'm hella looking forward <laughs> to it. And it is the Golden Elite Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and uh, Kota Ibushi versus Kanoshke Takeshita, uh, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Like we said earlier, Kenny isn't in here with jobbers, guys. Mm -hmm. These are not jobbers. These are talented as fuck, guys. I know everybody wanted to see a singles match with Kenny Omega, but the fact that he's in there with all of these guys, man, I'm looking forward to this match. And usually I feel like whatever match has, like, the, the most negative word around it, I mm -hmm. almost feel like that's always going to be the match that they're going to have, like, a chip on their shoulder of, like, we want to yeah. go out there and prove some people wrong. And yeah. so with this one here, I'm looking at it, and I'm really feeling – like the right thing to do here. And this is why I said also 
adding to my FTR Young Bucks prediction with FTR winning. The reason I was also seeing this one as a win is because I think the elite needs to win this. Like mm-hmm. they need to have their like grand happy moment here at all in. And so shit, now that I see this, now that I'm thinking this, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it could be the Young Bucks. Maybe see? I was about this backwards where it could be like a a good night for the elite where everybody comes out as winners, but they got to get at least one big win. The elite. Right. I feel more positive about this being the big win for the elite mm-hmm. than the FTR young bucks match. So I'm definitely feeling the elite for this one here. Uh, do you see it going a different direction at all? Yeah. Just to kind of exactly for what you're saying here is they have to have like one, like, Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman and Coda standing in the ring. They were all a part of the original All In. It just kind of like plays a better role for them to get the victory. Um, it makes more sense in, in this case. It's Kenny Omega. That's a, where it always going to land too. When people are complaining about this match, like you guys forget that Kenny Omega's in this match with Kota Ibushi, who will do anything, put his neck and body on the line for He's your crazy. entertainment. He's crazy. He's a That's crazy the thing. person. He was also somebody that people were shitting on, too, on social media after his blood and guts match. And he even came out and spoke about it. I think it might have been with Sports Illustrated. I forget exactly who he did the interview with. And mm-hmm. he was basically saying that he was because uh, I guess people were saying that he was moving like an old man or whatever. I don't know what exactly everyone was saying, but he basically said that he had the wrong shoes for that match. And so he <laughs> stepped in. Uh, the quote was apparently he stepped on a thumbtack. And so like the whole time, it's like those things were like really all up on him. So like oh. it kind of impacted the rest of his performance. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, there's people talking shit about Kota Ibushi. This guy is If you've seen his work, you know that this guy is willing to go out there and pretty much do anything. And the stuff that he's able to do with his body is pretty insane. So I'm really hoping that they give Kota Ibushi like like a solo here. You know know how a band Mm -hmm. has their solo to like really show off whoever, you know, I don't know, guitar solo, whatever. I want to see Kota Ibushi have a moment here, Reg, to really shine. You know, I want this to be the big F you to anybody who thought that Kota Ibushi was not the guy that people say he is. Yeah, they it, it's it just sounds crazy. Like knowing the history of Kota Ibushi, who like will break his neck for a win for people to be like, oh, he don't got it or he's this or this. And he has to prove something to somebody. It's sick. You guys are disgusting. He doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. It's Kota Ibushi, one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all the times if Kenny Omega and him hit that double 450 people are gonna go nuts if they start getting into that crazy bag this is a six man with six of the best wrestlers in the world like this is gonna be fire but yeah I think the elite's gonna be the ones that come out with this the golden for elite. sure for sure let's have them get that win man uh all right so let's go ahead and move on in our next match that we're going to go ahead and get into now i do not have the updated graphics so i'm very sorry to everybody but please uh know here that it is yeah. no longer ar fox but instead christian cage so we're going to have christian cage team up with swerve strickland to take on darby ellen and sting so that is uh the match that we're getting no longer AR Fox, which we touched on heavily uh, before, which sucks because out of a lot of the matches that they were going to be, a lot of the matches that we have here on the card, this one here had one of the longest builds uh, heading into it. And it was going to be a big moment for AR Fox. But you know what? Yeah, Whatever happened, happened. And, uh, you know, it's not 
you know, I guess it's not going to happen after all. It's a coffin match, as we all know. And so for this one here, I feel like, look, I have a lot of trust in all of these guys that are in this match. I'm expecting Darby and Sting to do some crazy stuff. Uh, Swerve Strickland also tends to always do something crazy. One of the things that Swerve told me one time was he said that he always likes to go out there and try new stuff. Right. Yep. And so I do notice that like ever since he mentioned that I noticed that all the time in his matches that mm-hmm. he always goes out there and he tries to do something new. So you got this guy who's athletic trying to do something new or whatever all the time. Darby's in there. Sting, who's this crazy guy, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Christian Cage who's literally like one of the best workers out there. So uh, I feel like this one's going to be that match that's going to have a lot of creative moments in it. And mm-hmm. that's I think the biggest appeal for me. Uh, but there's no way that Darby and Sting lose here. Ain't no way. Like, this is going to be Sting's biggest crowd that he's ever performed in front of. He, yeah. A lot of people thought he was even going to retire at this pay-per-view. I mean, there's just so much here that ain't no way. I mean, and also Sting's been literally winning, like, every match. So ain't no way he's going to come in here and lose at all in. Yeah, it's going to be, like I've been saying on this podcast multiple weeks, the pop that Sting is going to get in Wembley is going to be off the charts. These people are going to be super live for Sting and Darby Allen. so I don't find any way that they could lose this match because it's just going to be so in for Sting. But it's I think it's even beyond that, that, that this is just a huge moment. Swerve's going to be in there with Sting. Sting's the greatest. All those guys are going to be in, in there at Sting. Like, it probably even, you know... It feels crazy for Darby Allen at this point because he's been teaming up for a long time. But still, like, it's Sting, man. Like, everybody in this match grew up watching Sting. So this is great. I think the, you know, very unfortunate what happened to AR Fox. I wanted this moment so bad for him. I think he deserved to, to, to be here. But, you know, adding Christian Cage here is, like, actually kind of aids and helps in what they were doing. So I think it's going to be a really good match that Sting and Darby Allen are going to win. Yeah, and good, too, to for some promotion for All Out, too, considering that yes. we are getting that Luchasaurus-Darby-Allen uh, match. So mm-hmm. I feel like, all right, cool. I can see why they did what they did and how they ended up kind of, you know, fixing things, right? So mm-hmm. I think this is going to be uh, good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and continue on from here. Now, again, for this one, I also don't have the updated graphic, but here we go. Uh, the Stadium Stampede match. We're going to be seeing Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, which is Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta and uh, Penta El Cero Miedo versus John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Santana, and Ortiz. That is yep. the match that we are going to be seeing here. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier, Ray Phoenix was taken out of that match due to visa issues. And this was something that was basically said with plenty of time for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this stadium stampede match, speaking of unique and creative, Reg, I mean, we are in new territories. Yeah, uh, We don't know what fun things there is to play with at Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they got to make this. They got, how do I say this? Got to really like, British it up, you know? Oh, yeah. I want to see teacups be thrown. I Mm want to see someone's face get smashed in some sort of freaking, I don't know, an afternoon tea or something. (laughs) I don't freaking know. The big double-decker bus got to come in and hit somebody. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Mm double-decker bus, man. They Mm -hmm. need to have some crazy stuff 
go down here. Uh, the Stadium Stampede is one of my favorite matches, period. I mark out for that type of stuff. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we seeing here in terms of direction uh, for who might be winning or just like things that you're looking forward to? Because I feel like this one could kind of go any direction. The BCC has had been losing a lot of these big matches, so maybe yeah. they could use a win here for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? It feels like BCC is the more established team, so they they could use the win here. But I think the stories that they're going to tell coming out of this is is what's going to be important here. They're really telling this Moxley and Eddie Kingston story, but uh, Eddie Kingston wants to kill Claudio Castagnoli also at the same time. So there's so much that are kind of coming out of this. I think it's really dope that Orange Cassidy and the best friends, somebody said, uh, give best friends a win. I think it's a really big moment that best friends are even featured on this because they played such an important role. Uh, in the development of AEW and they're really great in matches like this. They're really great in all matches, but I think that's what it is. But yeah, I think BCC, John Moxley's on that team, Denise, you know, John Moxley, that boy don't lose when it comes to big time matches like this. He's going to go crazy out here. So yeah, I think that uh, BCC is going to get the victory here. Man, you just know he's going to go crazy. The second you mentioned it, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, this is something that I feel is going to be definitely fun. And I wonder what it's going to be. I have sat through a stadium stampede when I was at Double or Nothing in Jacksonville. Mm hmm. And that one was like just entirely on the screen. So I wonder what it's going to be like this time around, if it's going to be the same thing or if they might do something where it's similar to Anarchy in the Arena, where we might actually get some like some in-person stuff. And then also a lot of the video Mm -hmm. portion of it. I don't know exactly how they're going to, you know, actually, uh, you know, do this in front of the London crowd because think about it you got 80,000 plus people in there there ain't never going to be a moment where you don't want to be showing off these 80,000 plus people exactly like you don't want to do like the uh, the concession stand brawl like no you want to see them 80,000 you want to see the you want to feel the roar you want to feel all that so you're going to have to try to figure out a way to do that which is interesting because how do they plan a match around 80,000 people without the 80,000 people being there? Like there's so many factors that are going to play into to where positioning and all these things are going to be different. That's probably the most intriguing match of the show, just based purely on that of like, how are they going to do this? Right. I don't know, again, if they're going to do it like they traditionally do the stadium stampedes or, again, have a, a hybrid of that, the stadium stampede and our anarchy in the arena. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm excited for that. That's going to be a really cool moment. Um, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and press on from here and let's move on into to uh, the match that apparently had a great promo uh, heading mm-hmm. into it on this uh, weekend's Dynamite. And that is Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Again, this was a match that a lot of people were you know, kind of surprised about in terms of like, oh, this is going to be Will Ospreay's match. But like you said on last week's post show, Reg, it's Chris Jericho, man. It's Chris Jericho, regardless of how Mm -hmm. you feel about Jericho or whatever, whether or not you think he's going to have a five-star match with Will Ospreay. He is freaking Jericho. He's going to have a big match at all in. And he is, you know, a big, important person in AEW and the entire journey of AEW. So, um, This one here, I'm curious to see how they're going to mesh with each other, how the match is going to turn out. I really hope that uh, I really hope that it's good. I really, really think so. I really hope that it's good. 
because we know Will o- we've seen Will Ospreay matches just this year. If we just focus on the Kenny Omega match, Denise, you know how physical that was. These guys were trying to kill each other, taking each other's heads off, dropping each other's on the neck. And Chris Jericho, as we've seen, can't. You know what I mean? Like he can't do that. He can't do like they can't do that match that that they did uh, this year with uh, with Kenny Omega. So they're going to have to figure something else out. But it's Chris Jericho. He's a legend. He's been in so many different matches. They're going to figure it out. And it is Osprey. And he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. They're going to make it work with Will Ospreay getting the victory. That promo of him saying he's going to beat the three guys in the two months, like really drove it home for me. All right, so what are we thinking here? So definitely will Osprey for the win? Mm-hmm. Osprey got this. But, you know, like what you were saying, Denise, when you were talking earlier about Chris Jericho, you're like, he's one of the most important guys. And I'm like, if anybody could politic a, a win over Will Osprey, it's your boy Jericho. <laughs> right. I just feel like it would be a bigger moment to have Will Ospreay get the victory there. And I just don't I don't know if I necessarily want to see him lose to Chris Jericho, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I definitely want to come out of this scene. Will Ospreay's arm being raised up in the air for sure for this one. So, yeah. uh, again, I, I think they have a lot. This match, I think, is either going to not go be as great or it could be the polar opposite and be awesome so i feel like this one could really no go in between no in between no in between it's either gonna be really good or it's not that's what i'm expecting here i have no idea uh it's will osprey i know he's gonna freaking be trying to do some crazy stuff and we're just gonna see how this meshes in with him and jericho so, great review it's gonna be really good or it's not <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really good or it's not literally every match ever <laughs> literally every match ever <laughs> <laughs> hey, there is this is all in. There is no room for no mid matches. I'm sorry. We got True. eighty thousand plus people in the crowd, man. You're gonna want to keep that crowd freaking hot the entire time. I don't need no nobody coming out True. and you know destroying that. But I don't think there's that. There's like I'm looking at this card. There is not one match in here that I'm not interested in. Not one. Mm-hmm. What's your most right. anticipated match? Um. Hold on, let me think about this really quickly because I'm looking at this and I, in terms of the in-ring wise, in-ring wise, I'm going to say that six-man tag team match with the Golden Elite and the Bullet Club, uh, Bullet Club Mm -hmm. Gold, excuse me, in terms of entertainment value, it is a toss-up between the Stadium Stampede match and the, um, the Coffin match. Mm. In terms of like the sports entertainment aspect of it, <laughs> I'm splitting the. Where does the where does the main event sit for you? How does it is the interest high for you for this main event, Denise? I think for me, I'm more so curious to see if they're going to do something. I'm honestly expecting this to be a straightforward match because think about it. If we're saying that they're going mm. to win the tag team titles, they could either do one of two Mm -hmm. things, right? You can either have them go out there and have your sportsmanship type of match, competitiveness, whoever wins, wins, right? Or they can do a situation where something happens in the pre-show. Yeah, they still win the titles, but maybe they're not on the same page. So then they go into this match and you're wondering, okay, is MJF going to turn on Adam Cole? Is Adam Cole going to turn on MJF? Is someone going to turn on somebody, right? And let's Mm -hmm. say they're tag team champions and someone gets screwed in this match or whatever gets ugly between these two guys, all of a sudden we're going to get into a coexisting angle. And I don't necessarily want that. 
So part of mm-hmm. me just wants to see them. So, but then I think my idea might be a little bit boring, though. Wouldn't it just be boring? Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's boring. Just like a match. It's not. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's boring to me because I feel like if they just go out there and they have a competitive match, how can that be boring? No. If they go out there and they have a competitive ass match and, you know, they have you know, the in ring is just phenomenal and whoever wins wins, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. This is what I really want to see. So I'm just going to say it. And I was kind of beating around the bush from it. I don't know why this is a prediction show. I would really like to see MJF win and have CM Punk confront him afterwards. Because he's out there defending his real world championship. And then you got the AEW world championship on the main event on the line. I'm sorry, but shouldn't the guy that's whole, like either either guy, either the world champion or the one with the real world champion at some point collide? Like, shouldn't this be happening? Am I crazy? What about Samoa Joe, Denise? I'm not expecting Samoa Joe to win. Why? Why not? Oh shit! Is that too blunt? I don't know. What? What? So Smart Joe has been killing it. You don't want to. You don't (laughs) want to. No. No. I might as well get into that right now. CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for the real real world championship. I love Samoa Joe, but I'm sorry. I need to see a payoff with CM Punk and the real world championship. And my payoff to me is CM Punk MJF. It's not to me. It's not Samoa Joe MJF. No, it's CM Punk MJF. So that's why I want CM Punk to win. I want him to win. Be like, yeah, I'm the real world's champion, and then confront MJF. They... Have MJF at the end of the show raising up his championship belt, be like, I'm the man. I got my triple B, got my Burberry scarf, and this and that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we hear a freaking cult of personality personality play, and out comes CM Punk, and then we close off all in with a shot of them two both like this. Am I a dreamer? Am I lucid? Is like, am I crazy? I think you're dreaming. I think you're crazy. My issue is, is next week is all out. And I think they're going to build that MJF and CM Punk match a whole lot longer than just one week, one face off and one and right into the match. That's why I'm like, maybe Samoa Joe doing this, Samoa Joe getting a win over CM Punk and then Samoa Joe versus MJF. We never had that match. Remember, there's history here between them. There's a gift that is very prominent with Samoa Joe pushing a young MJF out of the way in NXT or wherever he was in WWE. I just can't see them pivoting to that big match with one week's build or whatever it's going to be. I know there's history, but I know that I want, they want to tell the story a lot deeper than just this face off. And then next week we're getting the match. All right. Let me ask you a question, Reg. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. We got all out coming out. All right. Let's say you weren't a wrestling reporter, right? Okay. You weren't doing any contents around in wrestling. You are just a fan. Mm-hmm. And maybe you were on a fan on a budget, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything on that show that is going to make you say, you know what? I'm going to spend 50 bucks and watch All Out. As of right now, is there anything on the show that's telling you, I'm going to spend my money and watch and the show? In this hypothetical question, did I pay for All In? Yes, you paid for All In. Mm. You weren't missing that. Hypothetical yeah. Red was not missing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 
Be I don't honest, know though. I would I don't... probably I would probably yeah. skip if yeah. they're not if there's not a match on there or a couple of matches that I'm like legitimately gonna be intrigued by. I would skip because I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I already watched all in. I'll tune into my favorite podcast and I'll watch what they say. <laughs> I could miss this pay per view right now. I'm looking at y'all and and keep in mind I'm going to Chicago to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. But that's my job. All right. If I were not covering this and I was on a little bit of a budget, I'd be like, you know what? Skip. I watched all in. That's all. So this match gets you to buy it, though. CM Punk and Isaiah. That's the one. Okay. Yes. Hypothetical on a budget fan. If they (laughs) made CM Punk MJF, my ass is throwing out another 50 bucks and I'll be like, yo, charge it to the credit card. (laughs) Get my points. Okay, okay. I, I can see it. I mean, that is a big marquee match. I think that a lot of people, uh, it feels like we've been set up for that. We've been uh, building to that. So I could see it, but I don't know. I just feel like they need to make this pay-per-view really worth buying. Because at the end of the day, what do you yeah. want? Pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys. And mm-hmm. right now, I wouldn't blame people if they didn't buy all out. True. Yeah, I see it. I understand. Think but buy it. all out, fools. Yeah, think about it. A hundred dollars in one month—it's a lot month? of money. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! If you're balling on a budget, like I'm not gonna. Like when I was younger, my mom wouldn't buy two pay per view. One pay per view no was way. hard enough. Two in a row. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying mm-hmm. here. Like I, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, my uncle, you know, paid for every pay per view, and because mm-hmm. you know back then it was different, and WWE had a pay per view like every single month, and you were shelling out however much money it costed to buy pay per views. But I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, he paid for it. He was an adult. If right. he wasn't there, I would have never watched any pay per views. You think yes. my mom was gonna pay for a pay per view? Homegirl mm-hmm. wouldn't even give me an allowance, and I only <laughs> wanted like five bucks. All right, you think she would pay for a wrestling pay per view? Girl wouldn't even give me an allowance. <laughs> it ain't happening, bro. I used to beg my mom to buy me Cheetos. They were like a dollar back then, and she was like, "No, Denise, I don't have money." And I would cry. By the way, I would cry. I would tell my mom, "Mom, just go to the bank. Just go to the mom. Go mom, to the, go bank. To the bank. Just go to the bank, like you always do." Denise, that's not how it works. Yes, it is, mom. You just that's go to the bank. Not how it works. You can't just go. Hey, my daughter really wants Cheetos. Can I have money? <laughs> yeah, because back then, you know, when you're a kid, you yeah, think the bank just totally. gives you money. I didn't it's know my funny. mom actually had to put money in there. No, you go to the every time she goes to the bank, she comes out with money. That seems like it's like go to go to the bank. <laughs> go to the bank, exactly. So, anyway, so I'm like trying to think about the you know think about this situation. Everybody's got different situations. You just don't know whether or not you want to buy all out. That's what exactly. I'm saying. All right. Anyways, Dream Ninja 77 sends in a super chat saying they're going to replay punks coming out to confront Cena, uh, oh. both holding their titles. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Dream Ninja 77 here with a prediction. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the super chat. That's five Cheeto bags, right? Actually, nowadays, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The they, they keep raising the price. Every time I go to the store, it's a new price. Yes, like I, I was thinking about this the other day. I remember when after school, when I would come out of high school and let's say I wanted some chips, right? Mm-hmm. I needed like a dollar, a dollar twenty-five for yep. tax. Ain't no way chips are costing a dollar twenty-five now. No way. Absolutely not. The the small bags used to be like a quarter, they're like 75 cents now. I'm like, yo. Inflation, you guys, this is terrible. The kids need their Cheetos. Denise needs Cheetos. You can't keep sending her mom to the bank to keep getting this. <laughs> Couldn't get them now. You really can't get them now. Yeah, no, no and a big bag. Somebody school. said in the comment, a bag of Doritos is $6. The big bags See? are $6. Come on, that's ridiculous. I remember 
you know, back in my day in freaking yeah. high school, it would take me like a whole week to scrape up a dollar something. I would ask a family <laughs> member every day, mom, do you have a dollar? Do you have a quarter? Do you have a quarter? Do you have a quarter? Grandma, do you have a quarter? Yeah, many times I popped into my grandma's room being like, ma, me puedes dar un, me puedes dar un, me puedes, me puedes dar un dólar, por favor? Listen, you guys, Denise made it. Now she's out in London eating beans and toast for breakfast. She can have hot Cheetos whenever she wants. She doesn't have to ask anybody for them. Bro, man, I was, yeah. I remember those days. I remember those days. We got, Derek. <laughs> we got Derek Widnuk, who sends in a super chat. Thank you so much to Derek, who says, I think we're getting Adam Cole versus CM Punk ah, at All Out. Okay, so he's seen okay. Adam Cole defeat MJF and then having CM Punk confront Adam Cole. I see. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. That's like uh, Adam Cole has talked for a long time about his respect and wanting to do something with CM Punk. And CM Punk has always talked pretty uh, kindly about Adam Cole. I actually didn't think about that. That could work. Yeah, all right, Derek. If this happens, you pretty got good. some bragging points here because that would actually be pretty cool. And pretty you know, I would, I would definitely try to get uh try to buy that pay-per-view for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, and let's go ahead and <laughs> get into some more uh comments here. Let me make sure I'm all cut up with the super chats, by the way. All right, definitely am. If at any point I miss somebody's, please let me know. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move on from here. So we already talked about CM Punk Samoa Joe. Let's get into another match that was announced that I do not have a graphic for. So uh, that is House of Black, uh, mm -hmm. Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King taking on the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. And this was something that I talked about on my Collision Post show, Reg, was I had yeah. said that I was expecting for this match to either happen at All In or All Out. And it mm -hmm. looks like it's happening at All In. Yep. Uh Looking at this, I do not think that they would make this whole Billy Gunn retirement angle and having him return to go to all in and then lose. Like it yeah. ain't happening. I'm so right. I feel so bad for the House of Black because it's almost like this is the best way to describe the House of Black. Mm -hmm. All right, let's just be real. We were talking a lot about traffic. Reg and everybody here, have you ever been in a situation where you're in a you're in a slow moving lane? <laughs> And you see the lane next to you is moving a lot. And you're like, fuck mm -hmm. it, I'm going to the next lane. Yep, yep, your yep. Little, you turn your little turn signal on, you check your little mirrors, and you move lanes. And then you're in the next lane. And the previous lane that you were in is moving Start off moving, that, yeah. and yours is stuck right there. Like, I should have stayed. I should have stayed. <laughs> exactly. And you look like a goof. That, mm -hmm. to me, is the House of Black's run in AEW. Mm. They just be switching lanes and ain't yeah. one of them getting them off the freaking exit. They are in the same spot. They move a little bit. They stay there. They move a little bit. They stay there. Uh, and so, unfortunately, for me, I'm looking at this and I'm going, first of all, it was a mistake to take off the belts of the acclaimed. We've talked about this numerous times. Yeah. And now... You ain't doing this to Billy Gunn for him not to have this great moment. So, yeah, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Gunn, mm -hmm. Straightforward. Do you mm -hmm. see this going any other direction? And, you know, in terms of House of Black, just some overall thoughts. Feels frustrating for them specifically uh, because they're such an overact, Denise. Every time, like, them lights go off, anytime they get into them spooky shenanigans, people love it. So it seems like people really want them. And I'm such a huge Brody King fan. California, Cali boys forever, you know what's going on here, that I want them to get a win. But just like you're saying, great way to describe it, Denise. They seem like they're going nowhere, like you're up there, but you're like, I thought you were going to be up there, but you guys are still back there. What's going on here? Your car's moving really <laughs> exactly. fast, but exactly. you're stuck in the mud or something. Like, get out of the mud, dude. What's going on here? They've been setting up this uh, 
acclaim to kind of win the trios championships, the six man tag championships, whatever they're called in AEW championships here. So I could see this. And yeah, them telling this story for this last couple of weeks, that pop that Billy Gunn got last night. I can't see them doing all that. And then just, Oh, actually he lost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, Oh, Hey, you got out of your retirement. You came here to join us. You flew your ass nine, 10 hours to London. <laughs> well, guess what, buddy? You lost. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. We got one more match to get into and here we go. Let's get to it. Uh, the last and final match, which is of course our main event MJF yep. versus Adam Cole. We pretty much touched on this one already, but just to give mm-hmm. official predictions, uh, I know we had a pretty good super chat just now uh, with us, you know, predicting Adam Cole as the winner uh, and facing CM Punk possibly at all out. But official pick for this one, I'm still sticking with MJF here. I just don't. And I'm also not expecting a turn here. I think that they've done so much. Like, yeah, no turn. I'm not expecting a turn. I think because they made you think it was going to happen for so long. I I don't think it's actually going to (sighs) happen. I don't want it to happen, I think, at this point. I think that the, the tease and the way that they've been doing it, it'd be better to just kind of like, psych, you guys, we're actually not going to do it. Because they've both been kind of teasing. They did some teasing last night of like, this could break down. So I don't really know if I want it. Um, I don't want the coexisting angle, Reg. Afterwards, if they're champions and yeah. they, one of them turned on each other, I don't want the coexisting angle. Not into it. Not into it. Not into it. This is intriguing. Like I said earlier, Denise, I don't... I. My gut says, yeah, MJF is going to do it. But, like, I don't know, something about, like, this moment. MJF has said his admiration for Adam Cole so much. Adam Cole went through that whole thing. Like, maybe they do they want to give this feel-good kind of Adam Cole that their TV show that they had was building to this big Adam Cole? They're like, do they want to give this big moment to Adam Cole, maybe? There's still a couple of things looming people are talking about in the chat. Uh, Roderick Strong and the Kingdom. Have been looming, watching in the back on their camera. Roderick Strong still crying with his neck brace. Uh, they're still back. Care. I don't even <laughs> care. I'm sorry. I don't care about the freaking what? What are they even called? Freaking the kingdom. The kingdom. I don't care about the kingdom, Reg. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you guys. Have they given me a reason to care about the kingdom? Honest to God, reason. Um, in the chat, you guys, you guys tell me. Like, has the the kingdom thing helped have it enhanced this because I mean, if they told the exact same story with Adam Cole and MJF without the uh, the extracurriculars of Roderick Strong and the kingdom, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is how I feel. MD eighty nine has my literally has. Thank you for saying it for me. Why you guys are not gonna do Roderick Strong like this? I'm a I'm big sorry. fan. Shitty little boots, PWG, like I it's like a long Roderick time. I like Roderick Strong too. I, 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 I think he's great. I think he's awesome. But this story for him in this story, he's just stunk. Uh, I don't want to. My ending thing on this is I don't want to see babyface MJF. All of this has been capped. Every time he's done these interviews, it's cringe to me because I know he's lying. And he's just such a great heel. I don't want to see him be a baby. He's such a great heel that it overshadows even him being a good baby face. Like his heel work is so amazing. We need more of that forever to the end of time. I want to cheer this guy. He's been fooling you guys. He's fooled everybody and be like, Oh, I can't wait till this great tag team. It's MJF. He's told you he's the devil many a times. 
So, yeah, that's why I want MJF to win this match. Screw Adam Cole over. Let's move on. Adam Cole, you loser. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. See, uh, <laughs> you're coming in strong here for Adam Cole. <laughs> I wasn't expecting these feelings towards Roger Strong. <laughs> Nah, nah, Roddy don't deserve that. Former PWG world champion. I'm not going to let you guys disrespect Roderick Strong on this show. Not going to do it. Look, look, like I said, he's great in the ring. He's great. But in this specific story, he has go away heat with he me. He sucks. Yeah, he All right. Sucks. All right. He's just, he's gotten under my skin, you know? He like, sucks. I just want to rip it off. He rip sucks. Off. I can't. I can't defend him. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't care about the kingdom they have not done anything in aew to make me say oh yeah the kingdom no no like i they could turn it around of course they can turn it around hell maybe next year i'll be the biggest kingdom fan maybe it'll happen but it ain't happening right now on august 24th 9:25 p.m <laughs> united kingdom time <laughs> all right it just isn't happening today man God, gotcha <laughs> All right, so that's where I'm at with this. All right, everyone, that Ooh. is our uh, AEW All-In card, 11 official matches with the pre-show matches and everything. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be adding any more because this is still a little bit for AEW. We're yeah. like two matches short of what we normally sit at, totally. but I'm good with this because I feel like a lot oh, of the, these matches. Oh, the uh, Jack Perry and Hook potentially. Oh, yeah, I was uh, I was adding yeah. that one. Yeah, with that one included, that's, added, that's 11. Included, too, that's 11. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. If not, yeah, so 11. We're looking at 11 right now. I think that this is a good amount, and they should keep it there because, mm. oh, and we're also going to be getting the Judas thing where he's going to come out and he's going to perform. You know, that's going to take a while. <laughs> Are you not looking forward to the live performance, Reg, of Judas? Uh, I'm definitely – that's usually my bathroom break at the arena, but I'm going to go to the bathroom in my home during that to do it. All right, so we got a really good question here. This one's from MD as well. <laughs> The guns are the kingdom, Denise. Ooh, and you, death is not an option. Uh, uh, ching, ching, I prefer, oh, I prefer the guns. Watch me. I prefer the guns. Individual, Denise. I will sit here for 30 minutes and watch a gun segment over the kingdom. Absolutely right now. not. The kingdom have tore it up. You gotta watch some kingdom in ROH. They've done with now, the I'm specifically stuff. speaking AEW. I don't okay, care what okay. they did before. Specifically AEW. No, I'm still I'm still going with the kingdom. Yeah. Mm -mm. Man. All right. Mike T90K says, Denise, you better film yourself singing Judas. I can I just be honest? My biggest mm -hmm. fear is getting caught on television singing Judas. Yeah, they're gonna get you. They're gonna get you. One yeah, question, it ain't gonna uh, happen. That's why I don't sing. I just nod my head. One question that was looming in the chat that we didn't get around to that I'd like your uh analysis on. Do you think that Edge is gonna potentially show up here? Dude, I've been seeing all of what's going on with the Edge stuff. I, I got to read a couple of the, the reports and stuff about uh, first they said that he wasn't offered a contract <laughs> extension. And then Edge came out and said, yes, I was. They're lying, Denise. He's lying. And I look. Look, I'm going to mm -hmm. be real with you. I w <laughs> I'm trying to decide how I want to word this. OK, I know. I see. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how to word this, all right? <laughs> I am a big fan of Edge, okay? Yeah. And a lot of the recent stuff that he was doing in WWE, I was not too crazy about. Mm. But you know what? I was, it was fine. It was still Edge. I'm still appreciated. Right? But yeah. I wasn't, like, jumping over the moon for it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, if he goes back to WWE, we pretty much know what to expect. We kind of already know what we're going to get. We're, we know what that's going to look like. So I kind of want to see him go to AEW just because I want to see what that would look like. Yes. I don't know what an edge in AEW would look like. Mm-mm. And we mentioned, you know, of course, Christian's there. Everybody knows that. They could do something there. I just feel like it would be something different to have edge in AEW. And because I don't know what that looks like, I would want to see it. And if he goes back to WWE, fine, cool. Doesn't affect or change my day. Honestly, it doesn't. Everything remains as is. Cool. But I do think if you want to maybe, you know, rock the boat a little bit, mm-hmm. I would check out what's going on in AEW. I would check out. And I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, money and WWE pay versus AEW pay. And we just saw that, um, you know, I think a perfect example of this is the Roosh Shining. Think yep. about that. Uh, you know, there was all the, I forgot what the, said the exact amount was, but I know that from the looks of it, he signed a pretty good deal. And right. if you, and so part of me wonders, and they had said too, that WWE didn't even make an offer to Roosh that because once they saw how much AEW was offering that they couldn't even compete with that for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, damn, what can Edge get? In AEW, right? Like, uh, and if I'm time, is he two-time WWE Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer, and like he has history. And if you want to give a bag to somebody, that's kind of somebody you give a bag to. Denise, we've been seeing this guy in WWE since 1998. Like he's a WWE superstar to the max. So going anywhere, like it feels even different. Like when Jericho came over, it was like, well, he was in ECW, he was in WCW, he had already did these things. Christian was in. TNA, like there's all they've been connected to these other companies. Yes. Edge is WWE. He's that guy. So it'd be super intriguing. I want to see it just because of that. Just like, well, damn, we've all we've known is you think we know me, Edge. Like, what's he gonna do over here with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and FTR and all these new guys? Right. There's some new toys to play with, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. because of that, I would be curious about seeing Edge there, but uh I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I guess we'll find this out. Weekend, though. I don't know. I don't know if I could see it. I, It'd dude, be smart. I, if Tony Khan it, is be yes. really smart, we really smart. Yes. And personally, like, let's say if I were Edge and I was going to W, if I was going to AEW and I had already made up my mind, let's say he had already made up his mind that he was going, I would not want to miss this weekend. I'm no. sorry, but I would definitely yeah. want to be part of this. Yeah, like, where can I debut? I could debut in Wembley. Like, do it then, because, like, the crowd's going to know me. Like, it's going to be 80,000 people, biggest show of all time. That's the time to do it. If he is going to come, the time to do it. And Ed has been capping on my, he's like, oh, I don't know about this contract. And people are like, well, he said this, the dirt sheets are in the the dirt again. No, wrestlers are liars. Don't never forget. You think he's going to just come out and tell, blows the surprise if he's like, actually, I'm free as a bird. I can do anything that I want then we're going to be suspecting it. If there's this little doubt that we're like, maybe he's just going to go back to WWE, then, you know, the surprise is going to be ruined. So I see what's going on there, Edge. There's another thing too, all right? Mm -hmm. Another thing to consider here. So the first report that came out was that he had no offer from WWE, right? Yeah. Okay. When it comes to signing contracts and going places, no offense, but you want to be wanted, right? Imagine mm-hmm. you go to one job and they're thinking that this other job is trying to get you. And then all of a sudden that's off the table that I'm going to be like, ah, you know what? It, it's just, it looks better to have more than one party 
trying to get you. And so that story, that first story, did not benefit Edge, in my opinion. No, it didn't. It made him look silly like, that. oh, so you mean that they don't care? They're going to just let you do whatever you want? Why do I want to? You know, maybe I can save a couple dollars, you know? (laughs) A little bit of a budget here. Like, I'll still offer you a good amount, but it don't got to be that good. Right. Yeah. You're going to come back anyways. We've known you forever, dude. Like, you're going to sign this little contract, dude. Whatever. Who cares? Exactly. So for that reason, you know, him coming out and saying, like, yeah, I got a contract. Like, I got a contract offer from WWE to extend this deal. I'm looking at that. And if I'm Tony Khan, I'm going, hmm, all right. Now I got to really shell out some big bucks here. Exactly. Now I got to get on. I can't wait around and see what's going on. Like, if he's uh, wanted, then I got to send my money out now. Just right. throw him the bag, Tony Khan, even for one night, two nights or something. Do it. Who knows? All right. Sheldon Jackson sends in a super chat saying, I'm actually kind of intrigued by the kingdom because when Adam Cole was a D-bag, where did it all begin with? The kingdom with Bennett, Cole, Maria, and Matt Hardy. Maybe True. send him back to his OG roots. All right. Whoa. Like I said, they could turn me. They could convince me. It ain't happening right now, but who knows what the future would look like. Any thoughts on this, Reg? Uh, yeah, I could see that. I think uh, that it's kind of like hidden in plain sight type of thing of Adam Cole being the one to turn. He's kind of he kept teasing it. I like Adam Cole better as a heel, too. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. All right. Thank you so much to Sheldon for that very generous super chat as well. And um, all right. Let me just catch up here and make sure that I did not miss anything. All right. And we also got this one here from uh, Oliver Drake, who's been a member of the DWO, who says, are you going to Rev Pro or any other Indies, Denise? I don't know, guys. I haven't decided. I'm kind of, like I said, I'm in the non-work mode, even though tomorrow I got to go work and that's Mm -hmm. it. The work from here on out. Boo. Vacation (laughs) over already. Lame. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that was our AEW All-In Prediction Show. Before we wrap things up, just a friendly reminder, if you haven't already, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. If you guys enjoy our show, uh, please give some love there. I know this week is not our traditional week in terms of when the streams are going live due to me being here. But next week, I will be back to my normal streams for the most part uh, because then I'm heading to Chicago. So. You guys just keep an eye out. I'll tweet. I'll let you guys know what's going on with everything. And then um, please make sure you guys are subscribed here. AEW Media Day is tomorrow. So be expecting some interviews at some point during the day. And then, of course, the media scrums coming out of All In will also be posted here on the channel. We got a super chat from Christopher Marina who says, Marina, who says, besides maybe Edge, what surprises would you like to see? What surprises are there? Are there uh, any other possibilities? Mercedes? I know. Oh, Mercedes Monet. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Be but I don't bigger. know what her. I thought she was going to be out longer, though. Yeah, that's the only thing we don't really know about her energy injury. But uh, I think that one would be pretty good. Besides that, I think like maybe somebody were not even Goldberg. You guys are sick. Y'all are sick <gasps> oh, you know what would be great? You know what would be so great? if when Goldberg <sighs> comes out, uh, I don't like. Oh, dude, I'd be so freaking stoked. I would go fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, would, all right, I'm going to say this right now. If Goldberg makes a debut in AEW, I'm going to make a video dedicating it to Reg. No, I don't Live want it. A- What's Goldberg going to do in AEW, Denise? He's going to spear the fuck out of everybody. It's oh, gonna be crazy. get out. <laughs> He's just going to spear everybody. You want that? Why do you want that? I don't know. I just want it. I'm sorry. I kind of want to see it. I want to see it. 
He I'm buried the fiend's it. career. He spared the fiend, and he was never the same after that. We don't want that. We don't need that for anybody else. I want to see it. It's happening. Come on, let's manifest it. Let's manifest it. All, All right. right. Bar mitzvah death match with Goldberg and MJF. I'm into it. A lot of people are also mentioning Jade Cargill. I think she's definitely someone oh, that can definitely be there. I don't see why not. So mm. I'm also agreeing with Jade here. Uh, people are saying Wardlow. Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily a surprise. <laughs> Denise is like, I don't know. That's what I looked to you. I was like, God, I hope Reg looks more excited than me. <laughs> I don't, I don't want and you gave me nothing, Reg. I don't want it. I'm good. Not a surprise uh, for me. <laughs> Brian Danielson, I know, is, uh, he said oh, Brian he's Danielson. injured, but I'm not expecting yeah. him to be there. Not a fight. He could, be, he could be there, but I don't that's think That's true. You're fight. right. You're right. He could yeah. be there, but again, it could be one of those things where he just comes out or something. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. Um... <laughs> My name is not Errol says I would rather see Leatherface than Goldberg. Honestly, yeah, same here. <laughs> oh man. All right. Someone says I'd love to see Denise take a spear from Goldberg. You know what? Let's do that. I no, will gladly please. take a spear from Goldberg. Please. No, do you know what he does to people? Yeah, but he's been doing them a lot slower now. It'll be like a running hug. I'll just be That's like, wee. The Goldberg hug. <laughs> I'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a big flying hug, Goldberg. Yes, right. <laughs> I would like to be oh, comforted. Exactly. There you mm-hmm. go. All right, that is it. That's our show, Reg. Before we go, let the people know where they can follow you and support you and all that good stuff. You can see me every Saturday morning on Grapsy Podcast of Philip Lindsay. This week, Phil and I are going to be doing. We're just talking about the show, the All In Post Show on the Fightful Network talking about everything going down there. Going to be very excited about that. Uh, every Wednesday, I'm here with Denise. Every Wednesday, I'm also with Mike on Indeed. Also on Thursdays, I'm with uh, Kate on the Ring of Honor post show. And uh, Ask Grapsity is today, too, I think. It's a very busy day for me. So uh, holler at your people. I appreciate everybody for showing up on a different day for Denise and I's uh, post show. Y'all are cool. Yeah, seriously. Thank you guys so much for doing that. And uh, last but not least... I don't got anything to say. I don't even know why I said last but not least. That's it. <laughs> I don't got anything else. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm hoping to do uh, some sort of all-in recap show, maybe on Monday or something, depending on how I feel. We'll see. Don't, uh-huh. keep, don't hold my word. Don't keep my word for it. Well, mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm done. All right, guys. Thank you so much, everybody. Please. We appreciate you all being here, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everyone. You didn't plug Starcast, he said. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, what? A plug Starcast. Go oh, for Starcast. it. You guys go to Starcast. We're still here. We're, We're gonna still be on here, Reg. Next week. <laughs> We're gonna Were be a Starcast next, next Sunday. I'll say it in off where I'll just talk. Listen, Starcast <laughs> is gonna be next week. Righteous Reg, Philip Lindsay, William Washington. Get your tickets now. You can watch it live on Premier Premier Network. Shout out to Conrad for having us. We are so excited. It's going to be dope. We're probably going to have some surprises. There's going to be sandwiches and pizza and hot dogs. I don't know if there's going to be any of those snacks, but show up there. It's going to be fun. Thank you. This is the worst outro ever. (laughs) Now we're done, everybody.